Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got an exciting one for you today. Uh, we waited a little bit. Uh, we didn't record yesterday just because uh, the, we wanted to talk about last night's game in, in the episode. So we waited. We got a weekend episode for you all. Probably going to have another one out tomorrow covering tonight's game. But yeah, so last night, the Dallas Stars and Tampa Bay Lightning played in game four of the series. Tampa was up two to one heading into the game. Uh, and it probably was the most entertaining game in the series so far. I don't know. What were your yeah, had to have been. A lot of action back and forth, um, especially that second period. I think there was almost like 30 shots from both teams total there. So that's always fun to see. Uh, but I want to start off today's episode by apologizing to Tampa Bay fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been able to talk about it for a little while because my laptop fried. So Josh has been holding down the fort for us. Uh, but I think the grit and tenacity and everything that I knocked this Tampa Bay team for in their series pass and why I thought uh, Dallas would have the leg up on them. And I, I think I picked Dallas in seven, um, which I, I still think that's possible. I also think it could end tonight. Um, but I think Tampa Bay has done a really good job. And like getting Stamkos back, I mean, that made them look like an even better team than what they've played. Like it gave him like a next level, I think. He was there for 10 minutes, one game, and he scores a goal. Yeah, two or two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. Um, How crazy is that? <laughs> just insane, dude. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been really impressed from Tampa Bay, just all of their lines rolling. I think Pat Maroon, the job that he does as a net front presence, we saw it last night on one of the goals, uh, is very underrated. And honestly, it just makes me even more sad that the blues and that got rid of him, but like, didn't bring him back because I think that net front presence could have been a, could have been a vital asset to this team as to our team as well. I don't think, uh, I don't think he's going to have to wait a few months for his next contract offer this, this off season. I think he's going to be, uh, a hot commodity for sure. I think um, he's kind of proven what what makes a player like him so valuable. Um, as we've seen, like he was out in front of the net on the screen during last night's overtime goal and was out in front of the net on the screen in their uh, five overtime or whatever, whatever the hell that game was. Yep. Five overtimes. Is that right? Was that, I think was so. Five? Yeah, wow. five, right? Wow. It's a lot of overtimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's a very valuable player and uh, is is sixty minutes away from re- repeating as a Stanley Cup champion. So nothing but nothing but love for him, and I, I wish him the best, and would love to see him get a bag this off season. Yeah, because there's there's a lot of players that like those gritty areas, like that getting in front of the net and like screening the goalie is like you're gonna end up getting like shots in the ribs and slashed from time to time. So a lot of like skill guys and a lot of players don't want to go there. Then there's other players that will go there, but not like willingly, I guess. Pat Maroon loves that shit. He embraces it, he goes there willingly, that. and yeah, he lives for it. That's his whole game. So I think I think a player like that is a dime a dozen and it's like 
I don't know. I think it's underrated league-wide what he does and brings to the table. Absolutely. And I think uh, it's sort of like his style of play is, is um, I guess, filtering out of the league as as teams turn more towards speed and, and skill. But as Pat Maroon has proven time and time again, there will always be room for players like that, um, especially when the playoffs roll around and you're not, you don't have nearly as much open space and players are playing that much harder and goalies are that much harder to beat. You need those dirty goals. You need those gritty goals. And there's maybe no better guy in the league to just park out in front of the net and, and get those tough goals for you than Pat Maroon. Even if he's not scoring them or assisting on him, he's, he's parking and he's parking his big body out in front of the goalie and making him have a hard time seeing the puck. And it's, it's indescribably valuable. Doesn't show up on the stat sheet at all, but as we've seen. Yep. Corey Perry kind of does the same thing for the other side, but I mean, you can say what you want about Corey Perry. I hate the dude personally, but I think, I think it's funny though, how Dallas like just refuses to make gifts of him. Have you seen that? I have not. Every, every time he scores or like does anything, they're like, they like cut off the head or like just show like a generic, like. Dallas Stars get it's funny. I don't know why they do it. It's like a running gag, I think. Um, Speaking of Corey Perry, we can now kick off the uh, maybe the biggest discussion of the night. Um, so Corey Perry, midway through the game, spears Braden Point in the uh, <clears throat> midsection, <laughs> um, the nether region. Spears, spears him right in the nuts, and uh, <laughs> Point goes down and gets called for embellishment. Are yeah, I'll be honest me? with you. If I ever took a shot to the gonads and got called for embellishment, it's on site. I'm puking. Right I'm on probably, the- I'm probably swinging on the ref. Like that would, dude, that would blow my mind. I can't imagine, like, especially from a guy like Corey from a Perry. stick, dude. Like, even if it's not a, yeah, even if it's not a trip. Like, if I take any contact to the, to the old yeah. twig and berries, I'm probably going down. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It just is what it is. So yeah, I don't know. I don't disagree. I don't the, agree with that at all. One of the weakest embellishment calls I've I've I've, I've seen. But uh, but if a makeup call later on that will potentially that we'll get into. I want to I want to get your thoughts on that. But getting into the uh, the nitty gritty of the game, Dallas actually started out pretty strong. It went up to a two nothing lead. Um, in the first, they were they were up to nothing with about a, a minute to go, and uh, who but Braden Point? Imagine, imagine. <laughs> So came out of the came out of the first up to one, and if you're Dallas, you got to be a little disappointed in that, you know, giving up a giving up the the uh, cutting in half goal, you know, getting going from a two nothing lead to a two one lead. Also, yeah, there's like thirty seconds left, thirty three seconds left in the period. Yeah. yeah, and then Braden Point comes out, and two minutes into the next period, ties up the game. That's that's when it's looking a little dicey for Dallas, I think. Um, yeah, that's the kind of play like we've been talking about it all playoffs long, though. Is like Braden Point's really been putting this team on his back, and he mm-hmm. he really said, "I'm not letting you guys this two this two nothing lead." Yeah, I don't think so. Comes out end of the period scores, beginning of the period scores, and we got a brand new ball game. I mean yep. that if that's not the equivalent of putting the team on your back, I don't know what is. Nope, definitely. Um, and then. Pretty soon after that, who but Corey Perry, everyone's favorite <laughs> player, uh, makes it three to two Dallas. They have yet another lead, 
and then they give up a pen, uh, they take a penalty, and Yanni Gord scores with once again a little over a minute left in the period. So two backbreaking goals coming at the end of the period. That is real tough. I know we know from experience uh, as Blues fans back back way back when when the Blues' favorite thing to do was give up last second goals. Those ones hurt. Yeah. Those they do. And bad. the power plays have hurt too. Uh, the Tampa Bay was three for four on the power play and the end score was five to four in OT. So, I mean, if you're Dallas, I think your main takeaway from this game is we can hang with these guys. The like intensity was there. Possession was there. I think their faceoff percentage was like 58%, which is ridiculous. And you should, I mean, yep. I, you should really like, yeah, with numbers like that. I mean, if you got the puck that much, um, nine times out of 10, you're probably going to win the hockey game, but it didn't go their way. Um, probably because of the power play. So I think moving forward for Dallas, you got to stay out of the box. That's got to be a big goal for them. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Before we get into the rest of this game, it is time for our first ad break. So I do want to tell you about our good friends over at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now nearly impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why would you want to endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand that his warehouse happens to carry when you have computers and phones with access to rockauto.com? at home and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. And we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, Tommy. So set the stage. You're heading into the third period. Tied 3-3. What what what's each team thinking at this point? Uh oh god, I don't know. I mean, that's tough. It's 20 I, minutes coming you down. You got to your yeah. season, you know. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, in my mind, you just got to, your mind's got to be clear, right? Because like growing up playing baseball, if you go up to the, if you go up to like you're at bat and you're like thinking about all this stuff, thinking about the pitch, you start to overthink everything and like forget Mm -hmm. mechanics and all of that stuff. And it starts to go out the window. So I think really approaching that with like a clear mindset and like having nothing in your brain, really, uh, I think that's the way to go. But I mean, yeah, yeah, well, and uh, I'd say I'd say did a pretty good job because it was a it was a rather even period. Um, Tampa comes out pretty early, about seven minutes of the period. Kalorn scores a nice goal, and I believe that was their first lead of the game. Um, so Dallas has got their backs up against the wall. Tampa's got a lead for the first time. Dallas is like, oh crap, we blew this game. Um, we had the lead multiple times, and and you know who who but who but Joe Pavelski on the on the deflection, his his bread and butter, maybe the most. <laughs> Maybe the it's gotta Joe be one Pavel- of the best in the league. Joe Pavelski's yeah. deflection skills might be the best individual skill, like head and shoulders of everyone else, except for yeah, maybe McDavid's nuts. speed. I don't think anyone is in the same league as Joe Pavelski when it comes to his his yeah. game. Yeah. 
He's um, head and shoulders above the rest, I think. So Pavelski ties it up, and it's a nice, uh, it's a nice back and forth defensive battle for the rest of the period. You know, the last like half of the period, it, it goes back and forth a little bit, and then it heads into overtime. And I will say again, Tommy, this is a little different because it's not just twenty minutes for your season. Now this is next goal wins, and you got to assume you know it's for your season. Going up three one versus tying it up two two. Right. Um, big 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 overtime period. What do you think the What do you think the message is in, in the locker room? before that i mean for dallas i think uh you kind of hit the nail on the head when when tampa bay finally took the lead uh dallas is probably thinking hey we've been fighting like in these playoffs like the whole time everyone's underestimated us and we've battled back from way worse our numbers in ot are great i think there were five and oh in overtime um so that's probably what they're thinking going in there is just keep doing what we've been doing all playoffs long and uh go out and take care of business Mm-hmm. Yeah, so overtime begins. A um, couple minutes into overtime. Now, before we get into the end of this game, I do want to just get your your thoughts on this. The, 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 the moment before, um, Jamie Benn and Tyler Johnson are both sort of battling for a loose puck. Um, they're, they're, they're getting a little tangled up. It looks like Ben grabs Johnson's stick a little bit. Johnson falls over, maybe with some help from himself and his acting skills, and they call a penalty in overtime. I, I wouldn't call a penalty up. there. I wouldn't call a penalty there just because... But I don't know, because like 30 seconds in... Uh, didn't Tampa Bay have a penalty? It was like Sergeyev, right? It was like a four on three or something. Yeah. So I, I think it was like a makeup call to try and balance it. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think, I don't think either of them should have been called. Honestly, like especially in OT in the playoffs. Like in playoffs, I would swallow whistles to begin with, and then in OT, you got to just like let the boys play. In my opinion. So, so the. The the my bad, the Braden Point um, incident wasn't midway through the game. It was right at the end. So heading into overtime, Point and Perry are both in the box for that play, which is in itself ridiculous. It should have been a five on four. Um, and then Sergachev gets called for holding on Tyler Sagan. It's a four on three for Dallas. They are unable to convert. And then a few minutes later, they call the the uh, the tripping against Jamie Ben. I don't think that was a trip. I mean, maybe I think it was a hold. If anything, hold. yeah, yeah. But that's just not a penalty you should call in overtime, right? Um, but. That being said, if you're the Dallas Stars, officiating has been questionable all game. There's been a few penalties called that shouldn't have been called to go both ways, and, and that's just part of hockey. And you know, if sorry, but if you're if you're a Stanley Cup winning team, you you, you kill off those penalties. Um, granted, they still could be a Stanley Cup winning team, but I well, the problem the problem I have with that philosophy is Dallas, like Dallas is good at killing off penalties, but Tampa Bay probably has the best power play in the league. No, so it's I like, agree. I don't know. It's difficult because like in a game where the referees seemingly had like, were ready with their whistles and blew a lot of penalties. Um, probably rightfully so. Some people would argue that they should swallow them, but like at the end of the day, I feel like Tampa Bay in a game like that is going to benefit more because their power play is more skilled. So that's a difficult scenario for Dallas. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how they go forward in the next game, because if they come out frustrated still about like officiating and thinking about last night, then they're going to already find themselves in a hole again, mm-hmm. just from a mental right. standpoint. So, right. I would we'll see agree. how they bounce um, back. So anyways, moving 
moving on, the Tampa Bay Lightning are on the power play. Uh, moving around the puck, cycling around. Kevin Shattenkirk has the puck at the point. Patrick Maroon, Megan Life Difficult, um, out front of the net. And Shattenkirk's just with a with an absolute snipe. With a wrister. Game Shat Shat Daddy. Tampa. Who would have saw that coming? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's like come a long way, man. Shattenkirk yeah. and Maroon making that play happen. <laughs> um... Yeah. You gotta think he's got a chip on his shoulder too. No, Shankirk. Yeah, just about like with everything, how his tenure and with the Rangers went, and, like everybody or basically. Tenure, yeah, or his tenure with the Capitals. Yeah, gotta be gotta be t- gotta be tough for him to to leave the Blues, go to the Capitals, and then leave the Capitals, and then both those teams win a Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I, I've, I've I've I always liked him as a player. Um, it was tough to see him go, but. You know, oh, no, no reason to not root for him. So I'm happy to see him having right. success. Happy to see Maroon having success. Hundred um, percent. Just because I picked Dallas doesn't mean I not having success. Yeah, exactly. Just because I picked Dallas to win doesn't mean I don't want Tampa Bay to win. Like I'm rooting for Tampa Bay, but I just I just thought Dallas had the better matchup. But they're down three one right now. Like like we said, uh, they've come back from adversity before. We'll see if they can make this a storybook ending and win it in seven. But mm. I don't know. Especially if Stammer comes back again. And they get that little boost in energy. I don't know what it is, man. I guess it's like <laughs> it's the captain effect, or just I don't know. His presence it's on the ice it just means like, yeah, it just like seems like it brings up everyone's morale in their play, and everyone gets like a little, little more pep in their step. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I feel like Petrangelo's kind of got that same effect on the Blues. I would agree. I would agree. All right, he's not important close. enough to keep around. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, God, we don't, we don't have to talk about that yet. Yeah, another day, uh-huh. another day. <laughs> Well, plenty of plenty of discussion on that, I'm sure. Yeah. All right, we are getting close to the end of today's episode, so we'll head to one more short break, and then we'll come right back and give our thoughts on tonight's matchup. All right, Tommy. It's a back-to-back in the Stanley Cup final. What the hell is up with that? I honestly, I have no idea. I think when the schedule came out, everybody was like, what the hell? And then they kind of forgot about it because the schedule came out like so early. And now that we're actually here, everybody's like, what the hell again? Like whose bright idea was this to like, yeah, I was just completely lambast these boys and give them no rest. Like, I don't know. We might, I don't know. It's either going to be, I feel like it's going to be a sloppy game tonight, which is going to benefit Tampa Bay again. Um, But I think like at the same time, because Dallas's depth has been so key to its success, I feel like that benefits them as well. So we'll see what happens. Maybe a close game, two to one Um, or something. It's going to be a big test for both sides. Obviously, back-to-backs are never easy. Um, I can't imagine they're they're any easier in an environment like this when literally the only thing you can do is think about and study hockey. Um, These guys are probably pretty exhausted playing as, as much as they have in these past few months, but chance to end it all tonight in in a couple of hours um crazy i i, I came out of nowhere it feels like we just started the bubble i know <laughs> it feels like dude this whole season though honestly is dragged on yeah so well, it's like a year now it's mm-hmm. one year anniversary of the <laughs> jesus i know i know that's wild um so steven samkos is already ruled out for tonight so how funny would that be if tampa goes on to win the win the cup and he has his two minutes of fame <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it scores a goal and then the first guy to lift the cup. Time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Would he be the first guy to lift the, lift the cup? I don't know. I feel that's like he'd pass it off to somebody. 
Well, I don't know because would they let him come out and lift it like on on like in his shoes? Would he put skates yeah, on? I don't, know. I don't. That's so. That's, that's he'd so probably weird. dress. I would assume he'd dress. Yeah, I agree. He'd probably like like how what the Black Aces for the Blues did last yeah, year. Yeah. Um. So that will be that'll be interesting to see. Uh, I think Rupe right, so Hints is confirmed Rupe out Hintz as well. Is playing. If you oh, he's playing. Hint, he's playing. I believe. Oh, um, I thought he was. I thought I saw he was out somewhere. Maybe I saw, maybe I saw that and that. Yeah, so I thought they put in Como for him, but I, I could thought, be wrong. You could be wrong. Um, well, I looked that up, Tommy. I want to see your 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 thoughts on the locked on players of the game for tonight. All right, locked on players of the game. Uh, Hints is, is out tonight. That's Hints is out. Como, Foxa, and Bishop all unfit to play. Okay, gotcha. Um, as I kind of foreshadowed. Uh, earlier in this episode, I feel like Pat Maroon doesn't get the the love that he deserves league-wide in respect uh, for everything that he does uh, on the ice, in front of the net, uh, providing screams uh, with his uh, chubby but effective frame. So, for Tampa big, Bay, <laughs> yeah, an absolute dump truck of an ass. Um, I'm, I'm going to take Pat Maroon tonight, hometown hero, uh, and playoff man. Playoff warrior. Um, for Dallas, I'm going to take, uh, let's go Joe Pavelski. Because I feel like talking about his deflection skills again, like especially with Vasilevsky playing the hockey is right now. Uh, I feel like it's going to be tough to beat him with a pure shot that mm. doesn't involve a screen and doesn't involve a deflection. And Joe Pavelski is really good at doing both of those. So, mm-hmm. All right. My 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 takes. Um, first of all, for Tampa, I think it's pretty obvious. You just talked about it a lot. It's got to be Andre Vasilevsky. He has yet to really steal a game in this series, mm. um, and that's. I feel like that's often the difference maker in in playoff series. Is, is whoever's goalie steals more games can often be the difference maker. Um, Tampa's lucky enough to be up three one without getting a, a mind blowing performance from Vasilevsky yet. He's been really really good. Don't get me wrong, but he, he hasn't had like there hasn't been like a one nothing thirty five thirty five shot game. It's it's been very back and forth, pretty high offensive output. So mm. I think if Vasilevsky can show up tonight and not necessarily, not even steal a game, but just play maybe even a little bit better than he did or he has all series Dallas has no chance because um, I think he has the ability to be the best player on the ice when he's on his game and oftentimes teams with the best player on the ice will win especially when that player is your goalie yep. uh, in terms of Dallas, I would probably have to go with Tyler Sagan. He he might be their best offensive player overall, and he has been very very quiet all postseason. Last night, you got he the monkey a, off the back. Though, last yeah, day he scored a very fluky goal, um, <laughs> with, which which honestly might even have been better if he just than if he just like ripped one bar down because yeah. sometimes you need those gritty goals to to grip the stick a little looser and and realize that you can still score and you're still capable of of, of putting on a show out there. So if he can if he can get back to his his potential and, and and really show up tonight. Um, I think he can lead Dallas's offense to a to a charge and, and force a game six. Um, yeah, it's gonna, I be, do too. it's gonna be a fun one. Yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's gonna be interesting to see what kind of uh, picture is painted tonight. Well, like I guess throughout the course of the rest of this series, um, but it's either gonna be like a, a comeback for the ages of uh, Dallas Stars and like more memes for Tampa Bay and like making fun of them all off season long or it's going to be like the overwhelming prowess of Tampa Bay and Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov. And yeah, finally, finally coming through and doing what they set out to do Mm -hmm. for the last like five, seven years or so. Mm 
Well, we might be uh might be all done tonight. Might be back to uh friggin' big threes and and talking about <laughs> all day starting tomorrow. It's been a it's been a wild ride though. I, I've, well, we do have the draft fun. coming up. We do have the draft coming up. Can't forget. And about there's that. gonna it's be gonna a be lot fun. of. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of trades involved in the draft. So. Well, what do you mean? The Blues don't have much to do. What are you talking about? <laughs> Even besides the Blues, I feel like there's a lot of free agents gonna be, out there. It's going to be a wild time, especially considering... Especially with the flat cap. Yeah. Well, also, just real quick to note before we wrap this one up, um, it, it, it it's going to be an absolute clusterfuck of an offseason. Nobody's been scouting. Nobody's been doing their homework. That's doing true. Their I didn't think about that. No one knows what they're doing. The draft is going to be insane. They're going to be so many busts taken early and great players taken late and there's gonna be so many trades that we see like the pittsburgh trade that we go what the hell what's going on because <laughs> scouts have been scouting via zoom the entire entire quarantine it, it, it is i i think i think the biggest impact of this season will be the off season because yeah. of the flat cap because of the lack of scouting and because of just the general chaos and and the, the different timing i think there's a lot of gms who are antsy to make some moves that haven't played hockey in months and months and months um and and we're gonna see some we're gonna see some surprising things like that pittsburgh trade patrick hornquist for mike matheson what the hell was that yeah. who knows We'll it's just that. it's funny too that we've already seen so many trades happen and like the offseason hasn't even really started yet like making trades during like while the playoffs and stuff is going on is weird to me and also like not that he's like a huge name but like Jake Allen is a pretty like noteworthy name that like people know around the league and he's already on a different team so it's going to be weird next season to see him in a Montreal Canadiens jersey and I feel like that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg in terms I mean you already got Holtby in free agency and countless other guys if Petrangelo goes to a new team like it's just going to be a whole new look yep. of players next season, and it's, it's going to pay Braden Holtby way too much money. Yep, exactly, and it might be Colorado, so we'll see. And yeah, yeah who who knows? It's going to be fun. <laughs> who knows? We've been we've been we've been talking about the the this ominous month period for a long time now, but it's finally upon us. Um, yep. It's going to be a fun ride. It's whittling down. Nope, that's all I got. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnBlues. You can follow me on Twitter at 12to15. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. We'll see what happens tonight. But as always, let's go Blues. Yes, sir.